Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Hey, witches. It's been a minute since our last episode, and I kind of missed the boat on um, the rest of our spooky episodes for October, but that's okay. You know, um, we can still do um, the EVP and um, everything that Trinity and I were going to talk about in another episode. We don't have to limit our spooky selves to October. Um, so yeah, uh, before we get going on today's episode, uh, a little bit of business to take care of. Right. Uh, so the uh, I've officially started the giveaway that, that I've been talking about. Um, I was going to do it for for to celebrate when we hit uh, 10,000 downloads, but um, that happened a little sooner than uh, I expected. So, and I'm not complaining about that. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, But so now uh, we are going to celebrate hitting 15,000 downloads um, or listens or whatever your platform calls them. Um, As of today, we are at uh, 11,500 downloads. So that means that, I mean, it could take a couple of weeks to hit 15,000. It could take a couple of months to hit 15,000. I don't know. So I can't tell you when it's going to end, but I will definitely keep you guys posted on where we're at. So how do you enter the giveaway then? Um, The easiest thing for you to do is to uh, either find me on Twitter uh, at stuff underscore witchy or um, find the the group on Facebook. Just go to the little search bar and type in that witchy stuff and you'll find the group. You got to answer those questions. You can't answer them wrong. The only way you could answer them wrong would be if you were like, I hate all witches and I want to burn you at the stake. Um, Otherwise you're in. I just kind of want to understand where the people in the group are at as it relates to, you know, witchcraft. Um, So yeah, answer those questions on the, in the group. That will get you an automatic entry. Okay, if you're part of the group or you follow me on on Twitter, uh, that's an automatic entry for each. Um, now, if you want another entry to increase your chances of winning, then uh, all you have to do is share uh, a link to the podcast on your page. It does have to be public or I won't be able to see it, uh, but use the hashtag uh, that witchy stuff podcast. Um you get so the little pound sign and then that witchy stuff podcast all one word I will be searching for that so if you don't use that then I'm not going to see it um so let's see what else um oh right so you just share share the link use that that hashtag share publicly so I can see it um on Twitter the easiest thing is going to be to even just to go look uh for me on Twitter. Um, you can follow me and that gets you another entry. Uh, but, uh, retweet, um, retweet that link or just share a link, um, to the podcast on Twitter again with, uh, you have to either, um, at me or retweet or comment. Um, and then, or you can also just share the link with that hashtag 
um, that I talked about, um, hashtag uh, that witchy stuff podcast. Uh, so right off the bat, you have the potential for four entries. Um, what will happen is when we hit uh, 15,000 listens, then I'll, I'll use um, an online randomizer. I'll put all the names in there and uh, whoever, whatever name is randomly picked from that, that site will be the winner. And I'll announce it on Facebook and Twitter. So you probably want to be a part of one of those groups. Um, and I also want to say, once this is done, I'm probably going to be deactivating the Twitter account. I don't use it anyway. And honestly, with the political stuff that's going on with it, I just don't want to be there. So, um, so yeah. Uh, oh, right. And what are you going to win? You are going to win uh, my favorite set of tarot cards ever it's called the book of shadows tarot it has two different decks and i i honestly love this tarot set um it's my my absolute favorite for everything uh but especially for those big questions because two whole decks it's a lot of cards um but yeah uh you you do have to be 18 or however old your local laws say you have to be um, you can be anywhere in the world as long as I can either get it delivered to you um, through Amazon or some other way, you can win. Um, I don't want to limit the potential to win to only the people in the United States because there are actually quite a few of you who are not in the United States, and I want to celebrate you as well. Um, so let's see, what else? Uh, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on where we are with um, how many listens we've got and then once we hit 15,000 I'll make that draw I'll do that drawing um oh yeah um so the only other real like housekeeping for the day is um if you want to oh actually there's two other things all right if you would like to um rate or review the podcast on your favorite platform to listen on I would really appreciate that uh, I don't have a whole lot of ratings and reviews and they've been overwhelmingly pretty good but when you don't have a whole lot if one person comes in and gives you one star because they think you stumble over words too much like I haven't talked about that a million times in, in the podcast <laughs> um, if they think that you stumble over words too much and give you a one-star review, then that really, really affects things. And I want to say that, you know, I don't really care about reviews and things like that. And I'm just doing the podcast for the joy of doing the podcast. And I am, but I think it's pretty normal to, um, like validation. So, um, if you like the podcast, if you would like to rate or review it on your favorite platform, I would really appreciate it. If you don't like the podcast, you know, you're welcome to rate and review it too, but you're also welcome to just not listen. You know, like you don't have to tell me that I'm not good because I'm not doing this professionally and it's not, it doesn't have to be good. I'm just trying to connect with people, you know, 
so anyway, moving on. Um, the other thing that I was going to say was, oh, right, right, right. So I'm kind of thinking about doing a subscription thing. Uh, but I don't know if any of you guys are even interested in doing it. If I do it, it would probably be like a $2 a month sub subscription. Um, and then in that subscription, you would have access to um, episodes and things that are not accessible otherwise. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, I could do something like, um, a monthly spell or, uh, you know, um, ritual or maybe even like some personalized tarot readings. I don't know. I haven't thought it through all the way because I don't know if any of you guys would even want to, to pay for that. Um, and I do feel like, uh, if it was a sub subscription, I would definitely get out um, whatever, um, monthly episode was just for that. Um, so I am going to post a question, uh, in order to see and answer the question, you have to, uh, look on Spotify though. Um, from what I've been able to tell the overwhelming majority of you are already listening on Spotify. So I don't feel too, uh, bad about that. I also, think the subscription is probably only available on Spotify, but I, I don't know that for sure either. Um, but anyway, I'm going to post a question on this, uh, on this episode. Um, and I would appreciate if you can answer whether or not you would be interested in me doing something like that. Um, and if I don't get any responses, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to bother with doing it, at least not for now. Uh, so yeah. All right. That's all the business today. We're going to talk about lucid dreaming and astral travel. Um, but first we're going to have a little, uh, a little break and be right back in just a minute. Now back to the show. Okay. So welcome back. Uh, so like I said, today we're going to talk about um, lucid dreaming and astral travel. Now, these two things are very, very different, but they tend to get lumped together quite a lot um, or completely confused. <laughs> um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I don't want to go into it too deep today. I want to just sort of do a surface level today and then maybe in the future, um, I might do another episode that's more in depth on each one. Um, so what is lucid dreaming? Lucid dreaming is uh, dreaming, but being aware that, that you're dreaming. And since you're aware that you're dreaming, you can have the power to um, control what's happening in your dream. Now, this can be good for anyone. Um, if you tend to have a lot of nightmares, you can change the big scary monster that's chasing you to a, you know, tiny fluffy kitten. Um, and that's not very scary, right? And even if you don't have the ability to change what you're seeing in your dream, you can at least know that, oh, this is a dream. I don't have to be scared. Um, 
because some people can lose a dream, but uh, aren't able to change what what they're what they're actually dreaming. They're not able to control anything in the dream. Um, and I think, in my opinion, that comes with practice. So lucid dream is not something that is, um, you know, only some people can do it. Anyone can do it. You just have to know how. Um, and, you know, that's for all, all the different potential levels of lucid dreaming, all the way from just knowing that you're dreaming to having complete control over what you're dreaming. Um, the reason that lucid dreaming comes up a lot with witchcraft is if you're able to lucid dream, you can work on your, your shadow self. You know, like if there's something that's going on and you don't really understand why you feel the way you feel about it, you may be able to use lucid dreaming to, to figure that out because what you're, when you're dreaming, you're connecting to your, to your subconscious. So if you're consciously connecting to your subconscious, uh, you can really get a lot of answers to things. Um, I also think that, you know, I said before, I think that we all have some ability for psychic, um, psychic, uh, powers. I, I really don't feel like that's the right word, but I feel like we all have the ability to have some psychic senses and with lucid dreaming since wait, let me back up. I feel like we all have the ability to have some psychic powers, but that we don't know how to connect to that aspect of our brains. Um, but with lucid dreaming, you may be able to strengthen that connection um, to make your psychic abilities stronger or just access them at all. Um, and it may be a situation where maybe you're not able to further connect psychically when you're awake. But if you're able to lose a dream, you may be able to use that time to, to work on whatever psychic thing you are trying to work on um, and still use that, that knowledge that you gain from it. You know, you hear all the time about people dreaming of things before they happened. So it makes sense to me that using a lucid dream um, psychically would kind of be the next step. Um, so I think I already said this. Uh, everyone has the ability to lucid dream. We just don't necessarily know that. Um, have you ever been dreaming and tried to read something, um, you know, printed words or maybe read a clock or something like that. And it didn't make sense. Like maybe the letters were all um, squiggles or, you know, maybe there were actual letters, but they didn't make actual words. So if that ever happens in a dream, if you're able to, to trigger your mind, then that, this is a dream because these words, you know, don't make sense. Um, then you can further that the next step would be to say, this is a dream and now I can control the dream or even just to continue to be 
aware that it's a dream while you know the situation plays out around you um so how then can we learn how to lucid dream you can google it first you can google it and find lots and lots of information out there um which is what i did um a month or two ago um and i'll share a little bit of what i learned um with you guys there there's a lot of you know kind of hokey sites out there that talk about lucid dreaming but I was able to find one that was actually referring to an actual scientist who did actual real studies Um, and this scientist I don't remember who he was sorry Um, but this scientist came up with some methods for learning how to lucid dream and according to to what I read his results were you know fairly successful Um, so the first thing you want to do is get in the habit of checking to see if you're dreaming, um, which sounds really funny, right? Um, so what I've done is I have an app on my phone that something about, um, creating good habits. Um, so I have an app on my phone and three times a day, it tells me to check if I'm dreaming, um, the way that I do that, well, first, let me say, this does have the potential to really mess with your head a little bit when you first start. Um, if you've ever kind of ha- wondered if you're actually awake, like if reality is real or like if we're in the matrix or something like that, this can trigger some of those feelings. Um because now all of a sudden when you're awake, you're questioning to see if reality is real. Uh, so just forewarned, if that's um, a big thing for you, you may want to prepare yourself. Um, but yeah, so three times a day, uh, I first, I look at my hand. Apparently in our dream state, hands have the tendency to look strange. Um, so first I look at my hand and, and I say, am I dreaming now? It's important to me that I phrase that as, am I dreaming? Because I was originally phrasing that as, am I awake? And I did have a dream where I checked and I said, am I awake? And in my dream, I said, yes, yes, I am awake. Um, so for me, it's important to say, am I dreaming? And to not answer the question to myself, um, because I want in my dream, I want to actually think about it and check to see if I'm dreaming. So now I say, I'll say, does my hand look weird? Am I dreaming? You know, and then, sorry, my nose is like itching so much. Um, Okay, um, so look at my hand. Am I dreaming? Does my hand look weird? And then for a moment, I try to actually believe that if I pass my hand, if I hit my hand on something solid, that it could pass through it, you know? Um, and if it does pass through it, then um, obviously I'm not awake. But in the dream world, one, it can pass through it because there's no limit to what I can dream, right? But also, 
in uh, when we're dreaming, it's it's all imagination, right? So if you're actually trying to feel your hand and connect to reality, even if my hand doesn't pass through something, I shouldn't feel like a hard, heavy stop. Um, and then the other thing is uh, I will look to see if, um, if I can read. Um, have you, did I already say this? Did I already talk about reading in a dream? Am I even awake right now? You know, sometimes it's really hard to tell. I don't know if I already talked about it or not. If I did, I'm sorry. Um, when you're dreaming, you, the part of your brain that is dreaming is not connected to the part of your brain that actually reads words. So if you dream about something that's written or reading a clock or something like that, a lot of times it's not going to be actual words. It, it may look like words, but if you, if you try to read them, like the letters either aren't real letters or they're just random letters or something like that. So when I am doing my reality check throughout the day, I'll try to find just, you know, any set of words and see if I can read them. Um, because if, if they're not real words or real letters, then I know that I'm dreaming. So the point of this is to develop this habit throughout the day so that maybe in my dream, I might also do that and be able to trigger um, my consciousness to know that I'm, that I'm dreaming. And then from there, once I can do that, then I can try to learn how to control my dreams. I can learn how to, you know, try to dream about what I want to dream about. Like I would love to dream about flying or being in space or, you know, deep sea diving or, or something. Um, so once you can learn how to, how to trigger the knowledge that you are dreaming, then you may be able to use that to your advantage. Um, oh, you know, another one, that, another thing that you could check if you were, if you were doing this reality check, have you ever tried to run in a dream or like hit someone in a dream, but it's like, you're moving through molasses. It, you can't go fast, you know? Um, and, and that's because again, that part of our brain isn't connected to the parts of our brain that actually makes our muscles go fast and all that. So, um, when we're trying to, in a dream, when we're trying to go fast, it, it doesn't work. Um, I remember I've had a lot of dreams where I was trying to run or do something fast and, and wasn't able to. Um, so yeah, uh, learning how to lucid dream is possible. Um, I think that everyone lucid dreams, but maybe that we don't remember our dreams enough, or maybe we know we're dreaming, but we don't know to do anything about it. And there have been several times that I knew I was dreaming, but I didn't, um, I didn't know what to do about it. So the other thing that we were going to talk about today is astral travel, astral projection, out of body experience. Um, all of those things mean the same thing. Um, now, 
these they it gets confused with lucid dreaming or lumped together with lucid dreaming a lot but like i said they're completely different lucid dreaming is is dreaming it's a reality within your own mind um which is not a reality um it's your imagination okay astral travel is your soul separating from your physical self and when it does that when you astral travel you may travel on this realm or you may travel to a different realm there's some people people say there's some danger with astral travel now i think you guys know by now i am uh I don't know if I'm either really courageous or really dumb because I just don't believe in much dangerous things. Not when it comes actually in lots of things. Um, I mean, like I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't believe that drunk driving is dangerous. Obviously that is, but as far as like, people are like, Oh, you know, um, I don't know. Swimming too soon after you eat can make you drown. Well, First of all, no, it can't. And second of all, I'm take my chances anyway. Um, so you know that that's how I am. But when it comes to astral travel, I will just tell you, some people say that you can become permanently disconnected. Your soul can become permanently disconnected from your body. Um, and what happens when that happens? Uh well, I guess your body could die and your soul will be stuck out there in the astral realm. Um, some people say that there's like a silver cord that connects you, your, your, your physical self to your spirit self. Um, and, you know, that may be, I don't know. Um, but that if something happens that severs that cord, then, then you can die and, or, um, and, or, you know, be trapped in a vegetative state while your soul's out there. I don't know. So those are the potential risks. Oh, some other potential risks. Um, some people say that you can, uh, come into contact with demons, um, if you've listened to other podcasts, you know how I feel about that. Um, there's all these things. Everybody has all these dire warnings about things you you shouldn't do or the reasons that astral travel is dangerous. Uh, I will allow you to make your own opinions about that. Um, for me, I, I don't think it's dangerous, period. Um, but so anyway, what is astral travel? Um, well, I guess I said that it's your, your spirit self disconnected from your physical self. Now, when it's like that, you can go anywhere. Um, I don't think that you have to actually like travel to the place that you're trying to go, you know, um, or if you do, maybe it's not in the same way you would travel with your physical body. But you can do things that you would otherwise be unable to do, like fly. Um, or uh, see things that may not be visible in your regular waking self. 
um, not waking self, sorry, in your, in your physical body, you may be able to see things that you would not be able to see with your physical body. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about astral travel because it's not something I've ever been able to do. Um, I will say if you uh, have had experiences with lucid dreaming and further have dreamed that you were standing outside of your body, looking at your body and like um, trying to make your body wake up or something like that, you may have been actual projecting at that time. The reason that the two things can be confused and the reason that I'm talking about them both in this episode is that um, I think that the aspects of our brains that can control these things may be connected. Um, and if you can learn how to lucid dream, you may be more likely to be able to learn how to astral travel, but you don't have to do either. Like it's not, it's not a step process. Like first you learn to lucid dream and then you learn to astral travel because that's how you do it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they may be connected to the same places in our, in our brains. Um, and if you can learn how to lucid dream, you may be able to trigger learning how to astral travel a little bit more easily. Um, so some people uh, will say to carry something with you when you when you're um, uh, doing your astral travel because it will connect you to your physical self and help you find your way back to it. I don't know. Um, I don't have an opinion about that, but I do think it's a cool concept. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know enough about astral travel. I really don't. I want to learn a lot more about it. I want to be able to do it. Um, I, I don't really know what to say right now. I know that um, if you've heard the term hedge witch, that's what uh, head, hedge witches are able to travel between realms. Um, they're able to cross the hedge from this realm to the next realm in whichever way they do it. But actual travel would be one of those ways. Um, so if I'd really love to hear if you've been able to actual travel, I'd really love to hear more about it. Um, I think that it's real enough that, well, actually, I know that it's real enough that the United States government has done studies on it. Um, something that's really cool, and I want to do a whole episode about it later, but um, it's going to take more time uh, to learn um, before I do that. If you look up CIA gateway process, you'll find actual real documents from the CIA where they've done studies on actual projection and on um, trying to make it where people can actually project. From what I understand and from what I remember, um, they did find some level of success in, um, in making people actual travel um, with a particular set of, um, of sounds that they had to listen to. Uh, 
but I don't know enough about that to to say anything else. There's lots of information out there about it and actual real official government documents. Like the, the website is CIA.gov. Um, literally, CIA.gov. You can go look for it. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really interesting. And they did these studies in the 50s, I think, um, maybe into the 60s. So even a little before the whole, like, you know, um, drop in and drop out movement. Um, and then also, you know, like lots of indigenous um, people have used various hallucinogenics to have potential astral travel um, like for millennia. So I think it's a real thing. I just think it's not really, um, they're not really able to scientifically explain what's going on. So if you're going to consider astral travel or lucid dreaming, one thing that you might want to look into is um, binaural beats. Uh, that is when um, there's certain frequencies of sound that may trigger areas of your brain to do these things um, more easily. So uh, look that up too. It's binaural, B-I-N-A-U-R-A-L. Um, and I don't really understand all of that either. There's a whole lot about all of this that I don't understand. That's why I just wanted to do a surface level episode. Um, I'm gonna be looking into it all a lot more. And um, then we'll have some more episodes later on. I will say that I've listened to binaural beats before and it's really strange. I have an actual physical response to, to them playing. And it just sounds like meditation type music, you know. Um, but like my heart rate will change. Uh, like, it, I, I don't know if it's just beating harder or if my, my heart rate is actually going a little faster, but I definitely have a physical response, which I think is really interesting. So it's doing something. Um, I need to get a good set of wireless headphones or like earbuds or whatever. I know I'm like 75 years old. I, <laughs> headphones anyway um all right I think that's about enough for today I should probably go do some real work um I hope that nobody from my work is listening to this boss if you're on I was working this whole time um anyway guys I uh I'm gonna talk to you guys later on um remember to um follow the podcast on your favorite platform review it or rate it if if you if you would like and if you have a good opinion and if you don't have a good opinion um please don't review it or rate it for today anyway because i need positive validation um and oh yeah don't forget to share the link with that hashtag so that you can be entered to um to win these this tarot deck uh i'm so excited to give it away so anyway i will talk to you guys later on Bye.